Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. My name is Shay Ryan Douglas, and in this series, we explore community connection, optimal human potential, and transformational collective growth through inspiring stories and conversations with a diverse range of people who are working towards positive change in the world. This is really exciting, and I hope you enjoy this episode. To get the full video versions of all the interviews on this podcast, please visit earthheroestv.com and I'd greatly appreciate it if you took the time to like, share and subscribe. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey ladies and gentlemen, my name is Shay Ryan Douglas and today I'm here with Colleen Scott and Sally Douglas and we're opening up the conversation once again on a Tuesday afternoon where we discuss all about life, all about values, all about how we live, what brings meaning to our lives and connecting with those relationships. We've covered a whole diverse range of topics already in the last three months since we started these conversations from compassion last week to integrity to motherhood and a whole range of diverse chats which you can find in the previous episodes. They're available on Earth Heroes TV through a podcast or potentially even still on this Facebook page if you're watching it through that. Otherwise, today, I'm really excited because we're going to open up the conversation around self-sovereignty. Now, this is quite a big conversation. There's much to flesh out here. But I wanted to invite you, if you're watching right now, to um, drop a comment with any questions that you may have or even just let us know where you're watching from join the conversation with us. I'll be navigating through the comment section and we can ask these ladies their perspective, but we'd also like to hear your perspective because this is a conversation more than anything. And it makes me very excited to introduce to you Colleen Scott and Sally Douglas. Um, How are you both doing today? Very well, thank you. Yeah, feeling good, thanks. Excellent. So I guess we could just start out with the first question today, what does self-sovereignty mean to you? Mm. Um, I think to me, it's about an honoring of self. So it's about considering um, how we treat ourselves. So this could be in all aspects of um, our self-care. So it might be in what we're eating, what we're choosing to engage in, what we're thinking, who we're choosing to be with, but it's um, it's actually about caring for self and really um, being saluting ourselves and looking at ourselves as um, majestic beings. So mm-hmm. I think that's how I would perceive perceive it myself. Beautiful. Well, mm-hmm. well said. I like that <laughs> definition. Thanks. <laughs> Um, and gosh, you know, quite often we think of sovereignty and we were usually maybe talking about countries, like countries being sovereign. So there's borders and boundaries and that sort of thing. And I kind of like that, um, taking that further with, uh, self and just you as a human being. So what does it mean to be sovereign? And so for me, it's like, well, it kind of comes along with self-responsibility and the things that like, what am I in charge of? What am I in control of and so that can be everything from 
at the end of the day, you know, my thoughts are well and truly within my sovereign domain. Um, my emotional states and how I choose to show up are, are in that space as well, too. Um, how I choose to show up energetically, the words that I use, um, the actions that I take, those are all within my control and my responsibility. Um, and I can be sovereign around those. And how I choose to, um, the perspectives I choose uh, to hold about whether it's like other people or myself or experiences or the world for that matter. And with that, I feel boundaries is really tied in as well. So, um, you know, how Sally was talking about that, um, that, that compassion of self and um, how do I set those boundaries with respect to loving myself and knowing what is right for me in order to maintain that sovereignty. Um, and last week we spoke a little bit about compassion. And I think that comes into play a little bit here as well too, because ultimately we want to set boundaries from a place of compassion, um, from a place of awareness and what knowing what's right for us, but then um, communicating those boundaries in a loving and a compassionate way as well, I think is a big part of that. Thanks, Colleen and um, Sally for sharing. That's really great. We've just got uh, news. Angie has joined us in the broadcast studio. She's made it. This is fantastic. And um, conversation mm -hmm. that she has much wisdom and insights on around self-sovereignty. The, the key element there is the sovereign self. And what does it look mean to be you know, to look at all elements of ourselves. And um, Colleen touched on this, which was great because there's so many different aspects to being a human being, such as the physical, this, the psychological, the intellectual, the emotional, and, and the spiritual. And um, she tapped into a little bit on the, the national element of sovereignty, looking at a more environmental perspective. Um, but I'm curious, Angie, on your perspective, how you relate to the word self-sovereignty, what that means for you and and how ultimately you can relay that understanding um, for those who are listening today. Yeah, thank you, Shay. Thanks for letting me on last minute. We've had some internet problems here in Byron Bay, but I think I'm not, I don't want to uh, go around the wheel again. I'm not quite sure what the girls have said completely, but I, when I think of sovereignty and it's a self-governing um, power in a way it's a body of power so if I if I think about uh, self-sovereignty in my own sovereignty it's really about um, being self-governing and being the authority over uh, being the authority over my own self having dominion over myself and I think um, uh, to really feel into it as a sovereign being, we're embodied beings. We're, we're very self-aware, we are very present, we're aware of other, we're aware of community, we, are, um, we have a global awareness in relation to climate change, in relation to um, challenges, world challenges, etc. cetera. Uh, but coming from your own in authority, it's whereby we're, we're not fully influenced by the external environment and we're not, um, we let our own inner, inner authority and inner governance uh, inform us as to how we, um, how we want to create in the world. 
uh, how we want to make change in the world. Um, I know if you're looking from a political perspective, and not that I'm any kind of expert, far from it in that, um, in relation to that, but sovereign citizens, um, they do make up their own rules. <laughs> they are, they're very much um, uh, rebellious of uh, government authorities as such. And um, so I think uh, it's such a buzzword in, uh, not just in the um, political system at the moment, but it, it's really a buzzword in uh, on a global perspective, particularly in the spiritual world. Um, and it's really made its way into mainstream. Um, as soon as, as people, humanity starts to feel as though they've lost their own control and power, uh, there seems to have been an upsurge in people's, in sovereignty, you know, in their own sovereignty, in their own inner guidance, in their own inner authority and saying, no, we are not going to follow um, a particular set of rules as such. Uh, and they're starting to think about their own rights and their own uh, ways of being and how they want to make change in the world. So maybe that's a, round, a long roundabout kind of way of, of looking at sovereignty. But um, Yeah, that's a, I really like that um, self-governing element to it and the self-awareness um, bringing it back to uh, just on an individual level on a personal level something that you ladies relate to often in these conversations is that level of embodying uh, you know the the best version of yourself to quote uh, Colleen um, who, who is something that we really tap into is this um, inner work on the on the self on the person on my being and how we can embody the, the inner freedoms um, related to inner self-sovereignty of having the tools, which we often speak about, equipping people with the tools to be able to reclaim their own sovereignty within themselves amidst, um, regardless of what's going on in the external environment. The, I'm, I'm also curious to tap into that conversation, you know, on the political element and the national element, the, the kind of um, external third-party government role. However, uh, with the next question, I, I'm keen to just weave into exploring deeper levels of finding um, or empowering others to find that sense of inner freedom, that, that inner sovereignty that, of course, like if we look at some of the, the limits that are put on our society by these external parties, uh, initially they would seem um, in the best interest for, for us and others, you know, like for example, a, a stop sign is put there uh, as a limit for us to, um, you know, be cautious of traffic coming in in inflow. But that that is that is again the external and the outside environment based upon a third party um, govern governance. However, if we if we focus on that internal self governing systems. Um, there are potentially challenges in amongst that, such as um, uh, mental mindset, uh, not confusion, well, confusions as well as limits. And what, what, I, what I'm relating to here in this element is this, this mindset of scarcity or this mindset of lack or this mindset of um, not being good enough or not having what it takes or 
um, the the self talk that can be quite negative. And 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 I guess where I'm going with this, and what I'm curious to ask you is, how does an, an individual take and reclaim their inner sovereignty, their self sovereignty, by um, shifting? And and Angie's already touched on this a little bit around the self awareness element, but shifting that story to 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 a sense of um, you know, a more expansive awareness of, of freedom and sovereignty and, and um, awareness. What, is it t what does that take? What does it look like? I'm just curious to hear you ladies relate to that element of personal self-sovereignty. Uh, um, I, I think what comes up when you, you make this, this um, suggestion, to me, it's about kindness. You know, really being kind to yourself. Um, I think we also spoke about this last week in the compassion um, element, but it's it's also knowing that you know you 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 deserve to be listened to, you deserve to be heard, you deserve to be to speak up, to have your voice. And you know, I think it's actually um, really understanding who you are. So it takes a lot of um, inner work and practice to actually to connect to that and really hold yourself with this, um, this it's an ease and a powerful grace, which I think sovereignty really relates for me to. It, it's like a, a real, a, that real regalness of knowing exactly what you feel about things in the world and how you want to express that. And it, it's done with this really um, steady, positive, and grounded energy. And, and it takes a lot of um, understanding to give yourself the space to be able to understand how you're reading things around you, what's um, happening, happening, whether it's in the political environment or it's in the family environment with relationships and the way you're reading the world, but what it really means to you and being able to express that. And that, that really, for me, is about how you can hold your sovereignty in the world and how you can really um, share that. So I guess that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, I um, oh gosh, there's so many ways that we can take this conversation. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I, awareness is absolutely the first key to that. You have to understand yourself and your inner workings in order to know um, how you want to show up in the world. And I find the sovereignty thing really interesting because I feel like there's often this kind of um, either or debate that happens. Like we either have to be all sovereign and there's an assumption that people are going to be, you know, mean and, and only think about themselves and it's going to be very detrimental to um, the collective or the other extreme is it's all about the collective, right? And I think those are based on false assumptions for starters. I think that the more you um, are truly connected in a way to your divine sense of self, you realize that you're connected to everything and everyone around you. So I feel like when you have awareness, you're going to show up doing, yes, the right thing for you, but also you're going to be very aware of how that impacts those around you and in the environment for that matter or other cultures or you know take it as far out as you want to go so i think and i find it also interesting that it seems like the more that um 
things are taken away from people, like people not making those decisions. A stop sign is like a perfect example. Don't get me wrong, there, we need stop signs. There's a reason for traffic flow, blah, 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 blah. But I find that more that people are not having to take responsibility for how they're showing up in life and their choices, um, the, the worse off they become because they start to lose that ability to tap in and have that awareness and then be responsible for the thoughts, their emotional states, the words that they say, the actions that they take. It's like they're, they're, they're so confined by rules that they're no longer thinking and being proactive in that space of being responsible and for their sovereignty and the impact that it has. I think, uh, yeah, Cole, great to expand on that. And I'm not sure if I've still got the thread of your question, Shay, but I think it's really about um, how do we move from the the system of duality, the right and wrong, uh, and the belief systems that are, that we are conditioned uh, uh, within our own the belief systems that live within our own conditioning, um, which is which what makes up humanity. How do we dissolve the ego as such? How do we dissolve that duality system um, and our addiction to that duality and remember? that we are sovereign beings which are which is um uh, being a part of non-duality like remembering our christ consciousness remembering that we are uh, our own creators uh remembering that we are unconditional love and and tapping into our own uh soul purpose and creating from there so moving from humanity into um divinity which is the divine unconditional love, the innocence that we are, innocence that we're born with prior to all our patterning and conditioning, um, our belief systems that we've um, learnt. They're all learned behaviours from parents or peers or teachers or however, we, um, however we've navigated our human uh, design as such. But to come into being uh, real sovereign beings is when we have um, dissolved, I think, dissolved this uh, duality system and surrendered our ego as such. I mean, ego, a healthy ego is good, but um, remembering that our higher self, remembering our inner power, um, the innocence in which we were born with and creating from that space. Um, and, and I think that's where when we get still enough, which is a, um, a real requirement in relation to coming into sovereignty, we're able to listen to the voice of our soul, listen to what the planet requires, listen to what we require, what others require, what community requires, and create from that space. Um, and there has been such a huge um, surge, an upsurge of... Um, particularly in young people who are wanting to say, hey, we don't want to live like this anymore and want to change the world. Uh, and they, um, they haven't got the conditioning so much that we have in our 50s and 60s and they, they weren't parented the way that we were parented. And so I think that um, the young people within our population have got a huge, not a responsibility, it's more like an opportunity to create change um, from their own uh, 
capacity to still be in their innocence and and to not be so um, ingrained with certain patterns and conditions. So really, maybe the short answer is how do we get from humanity into divinity and what's the, the, what's that bridge? Well, maybe that's the question. Yeah, great question. I love that. And we could flesh that out a little bit more. I love where you took that in terms of dissolving the ego, recognising that it's a valuable part of our um, identity. Um, yet if we can evolve from uh, 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 an attachment to the identity that we're all separate individuals, but we come to recognise the fundamental um, knowing of our existence of who we, who am I or who are we, you know, as human beings, then we can recognise the deeper interconnectedness of all of humans and all of life and into relating that to this um, deeper level of consciousness that we are all connected and we're all a part of this great fabric web of life. And, and I love that question that you pose, Angie, and what does it look like for humanity to move towards divinity? And maybe that's a question in itself. What is divinity? What is the ideal? What are we moving towards if everything played out to really attract and manifest paradise on this earth, to live a heaven on earth experience? What is the divine creation of what's possible for humanity on earth? And, and if we embody this deeper sense of self-sovereignty within, what does that look like in the external environment? Well, peace on earth for a start, I think. Um, mm -hmm. uh, less less uh, external conflict and the bridge, if we're talking about less, you know, less chaos, that the bridge for that external contact, uh, conflict starts within us with our own internal conflict. And so um, both the girls have touched on it um, in relation to knowing yourself. It's it's know thyself, know thyself to heal thyself and to be aware of your own shadow, to be aware of your own dark and light, to be uh, understand the the um, your own inner masculine and inner feminine and using that beautiful fire of the feminine and the action of the divine masculine to merge into one um, and uh, sort of embody the higher self. But the higher self is unconditional love. The higher self doesn't um, function from a dual, duality system. Uh, it is one. We, we are all one and we're a reflection of, we are one cleverly disguised as seven billion in the world um, and we show up as a collective. Uh, but in actual fact, fact when we remember that um, there's only one of us um, and if we were all to function from that place, I think the world would be, we would create uh, a more balanced world, uh, a more inclusive world, uh, less conflict, more peace, uh, and but I think the 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 virtues of that is um, you know honouring your dark and light and integrating that and um, being inclusive of the whole and uh, I think the other girls have mentioned many many other virtues that that would be able to uh, support that bridge from humanity into divinity. 
Mm. I think um, touching on what it would look like, I think it would be an incredible harmonious um, living we would find, which would be a, a community connection of, um, I think you, the first word you said was peace on earth, but heaven on earth would definitely be a supportive collective energy, which we would all contribute to. So I think sovereignty really encapsulates that it starts with ourselves. And if we can, we can practice that ourselves and show that to the people we're relating to, then we're, we're on the, the right steps towards that. And it, it can be a, a beautiful place where we can, we can um, live together in a very harmonious state. Yeah, I think um, I, I love that the quote, um, you know, knowing yourself is the beginning mm -hmm. of all wisdom. And it's something I've used on my Facebook page and website from the beginning, because for me, you know, that awareness state is the key to everything. And when we can recognize that we are everything, like Angie has already spoken about the light, the dark, the masculine, the, the feminine, um, the ego and the divine all together. And it's just about recognizing like who's leading and, and is that serving how I want to show up and how I want to be here and how I want to contribute to the world at large. And I feel being in that space there it is a peace on earth or that heaven on earth and there would be much more creativity i feel is another thing that would really be thrown in there because if people are really understanding themselves and tapping into their past and we have the freedom and the ability to express ourselves unconditionally um, and collaborate together as opposed to being in in competition or um you know fighting for resources or scarcity like how how can we how can everybody together, um, I feel would be more the focus. Um, and when we tap into that divinity, we're being led by, by those higher states of self so that we can be connected um, not only within ourselves, but within each other and, and the world as well, which would have huge impacts in how the earth um, is treated. And um, yeah, so I think those are probably just a few of the ways that... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Wow, I love where this conversation's going. I really love all your input there. It's fantastic. Um, it just gets you know deeper and deeper as we kind of unpack it more and the lay layers peel back, peel back. It seems where this conversation is going is a conversation around self mastery, and we've all acknowledged that the you know self mastery begins with self discovery. Yet, if someone is on that journey, what does it look like to work towards this um, divine self, this enlightened uh, sense of self? How do we practice, embody, and really um, allow ourselves to receive that journey that we're on to become this master of our own lives, a master of ourselves? What are the steps that are necessary and needed to take in order to um, ascend to that higher vibrational level of being fully embodied in the self-sovereign self, in the self-mastery, in the next evolutionary progression. What does that really take if we're um, willing to be diligent and do the work? What are the steps that are necessary in order for us to achieve that on an individual level, to replicate that out to peace on earth? I think that's one of the big words, willingness. <laughs> willingness to look at all of the shadows, the darkness, and to work through it. It takes a, a lot of um, commitment. 
to do the work. And I think for, for everyone, it might be um, different modalities that um, they connect to. And it um, progresses, I think, as you explore and you go deeper. So I think it's um, there's not one hat that fits all, but I think that it starts with steps. And willingness is a really big part of it, Shay. I think I really believe that um, commitment and willingness is probably, and discipline, discipline to continue to do the work and keep going and go deeper and keep looking, keep asking, keep being curious. Yeah. yeah. It was just curiosity so was definitely the one thing that, that, that springs to mind with that. And I find it really interesting, like looking back at some of our recent conversations in order to step into all of those things, it's about being able to listen to yourself effectively and to do it with curiosity and compassion is a really big side of that. Because if we start going down that that pathway and we go, you know, judgment and, and condemnation of like who we were, things we may have done in the past or how we showed up in the past. It's, I'd like that phrase about, you know, when you know better, do better. And I think it's really about that. So just being able to have those reflective path, um, practices and whether that's, you know, just making it a ritual in the evening just reflecting on how your day was and how you showed up in that day whether you have a journaling practice as well too so you can kind of unpack things that are happening for you um whether they're actions or thoughts or emotional states or experiences you need to get a little bit more clarity on but doing it from a place of um curiosity and, and compassion and open-heartedness as well too mm -hmm. so that you can learn from that and then become a better person and and still love the person you were because that person has helped shape where you are now too and we can't um love ourselves but hate the experiences that shaped us they they, they come together too so, yeah. yeah that's a <laughs> great point cole the word that um stays with me in relation to all of this is actual judgment and how mm -hmm. do we surrender our judgment how do we surrender our opinions how do we how do we come into allowance of the whole simply by coming into allowance of ourselves um, and through the practice of self-forgiveness, um, through being transparent, through being vulnerable, um, accountability practices, uh, through taking self-responsibility for our thoughts, our feelings and our emotions, um, looking at what, what meanings we're giving to things and because our perception creates uh, our projection and... Uh, how do we want to um, how we want to show up in the world? So, uh, and I think honesty is uh, self honesty uh, is another really um, and it's it's challenging. Honesty is really challenging because sometimes it's it's our unconscious beliefs that are driving us, and we we're not even aware, you know. But to really go a little bit deeper within ourselves and really look at um, what's what's really moving what's really driving us and um and then the deeper we go the the more we can come into remembering the divinity within ourselves and um you know as as above is below as within is without and um yeah talking about quotes i love that if you're not prepared to go within be prepared to go without you know and that is um, such a beautiful way of um gaining abundance when you're willing to look at the at the essence of who you are 
the good, the bad and the fugly and really um, let go of all of that, surrender everything that that is, knowing that it's it's your conditioning and it's not the essence of who you are. And then you come into your true self when you can dissolve the false self as such. Um, and it's a natural progression of um, functioning from your, that divinity within you, your divine self. Uh, and behavior, I think, naturally just changes because you're not in that, you're not in the judgment of other. You're not, you know, you're in total allowance of the whole. And uh, that other beautiful word Cole used in relation to um, collaboration because when you're no longer in competition with other, um, you're more willing to collaborate and you, you create this abundance of ideas uh, and that's how... Um, you know, that's how you see change within the world. And it increases the frequency and the vibration of life. Um, and then the magnetic, you know, if we want to go more cosmically, the magnetic attraction changes. And um, then there's a ripple effect all over the world, the 100, mon 100 monkey um, syndrome and, you know, the butterfly effect, whatever it is that you want to call it. But it's really about if you want to change the world, change yourself. Yeah, and I think I would just want to add to um, about laughter and play because I think mm -hmm. that's the other thing I notice with um, a lot of these concepts. Like sometimes I feel people just take them a little bit too seriously, <laughs> and I think it's good to be able to lighten it by being able to laugh at yourself. And I know with um, my husband and I, we used to have this thing, especially as we're learning new ways to be or communicate or interact, there are times you're not going to do it so well. And I being able to pull yourself up just with that kind of thing, like, oh, wow, I didn't do that well today, did I? And not and doing it from a place of laughter and recognizing, yeah, we're going to, you know, mess up on this pathway. That's, you know, part of being human. And we just need to be not take things so seriously all the time too. Great tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it, ladies. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, feels like such deep inner wisdom coming through today, just channeling that higher spirit, the divinities flowing through your vehicles, this body, this uh, voices that you have to share. So I really appreciate uh, you being so willing to to just share your experience and um, your perspective with the world. It's a beautiful opportunity that we have to connect on these Tuesday afternoon calls. And every week it flows naturally and organically and so fluidly that we get to this beautiful point in our discussion where we really bring it back to the divine source that is within all of us. That is that joyful, happy, loving, beautiful, high-vibing state that we have all the potential to reach um, and remember and, and tap into. So I want to thank you for joining me today and for sharing as we do every week. Um, curious if you have any closing statements. I really loved uh, what you all shared and it feels super powerful and life-changing for many. Just to even hear the resonance of the words um, can really just empower people to begin that journey, that curious journey of what is, does that mean for me and how do I relate to that? Um, it's a great, great little stepping stone to the, to the path. So any last closing statements, ladies? Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. You stand tall and proud for a sovereign being in the world. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I 
think that um, embodying unconditional love and having an understanding of what that is um, has the power to, to birth new realities. You know, it's got the power to, to create a spiritual revolution. And um, coming from this heart-centred, heart-directed, love-based uh, heart divinity within ourselves, I guess, um, is really kind of what's required to birth these new realities and to move us into new paradigms um, and not, not be run by our fear-based reality as such. Yeah, and I think I just like that, just reminding people that these are daily practices and we get to, to restart over every single day and just remember this is a, it's not a destination that we're necessarily all racing towards and just to, to, to be gentle with yourself on this pathway of, of growth and, and awareness. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, ladies, and look forward to seeing you next week again. Uh, thank you guys for watching this and... If you liked it, please leave us a like or a comment about what you did or didn't like and maybe share it with your friends if you found it valuable. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this series and if you'd like to listen to the full episode and get more conscious content online tune into our online video platform at earthheroestv.com hope you have a great day guys and a huge love from me and see you next time